weekend. We've had School of the Spirit this weekend, which has been outstanding. This afternoon, we um, stretched a few people by going out, hitting the streets, telling people about Jesus. That was a whole lot of fun. I made the lady at McDonald's Day. I mean, I asked her for 100 cheeseburgers. She said, yeah, what do you want? I said, 100 cheeseburgers. She said, are you serious? I said, yeah, I am. I am. She goes, oh, okay. Next thing is the till won't take 100. So she's got another issue. And she goes, you made my day. She said, my sales have just gone through the roof. So I said, well, you make my day now. Come to church. That works, hey? Works both ways. It's a, it's a good thing. Anyway, let's pray. Father, I thank you for tonight. I thank you that we can gather, that we can celebrate you. I thank you that you want to touch everybody in this building. That you want to pour your love out on every single one of us. It doesn't matter where we've come from, what we've been up to. What our history is, you've got a future for every one of us. And so Holy Spirit, we welcome you in this place and we ask that, uh, we just ask you to do what you'd like to do. And we embrace you tonight. So thank you that we can get together. Thank you that we can get together in incredible freedom and so easily. And uh, we look forward to hearing what you want to say to us and then walking it out during the week. In Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't you say hello to four or five people and you you don't have to go away. I'm only going to be quick. Stay right there if you want. Well, again, welcome. It's great to have you here. If you're a guest tonight, if you're visiting with us, at the back of the auditorium on your way out, there's a table there. It's got white bags on it, and it'll have somebody standing beside the white bags. Please help yourself to one. There's information about who we are as a church, where we're going, what we're doing. And um, there's also, if you want to, you can give us your details, because we would like to help you any way we can in your journey with Jesus. So uh, please do that. That would be fantastic. Has anybody had a birthday or a wedding anniversary in the last week? Come on, a birthday. Any other birthdays Michaela, or wedding anniversaries? Michaela Collicut. Michaela Collicut, where is she? Come on, Michaela. Make oh, it easy on yourself. Oh, and Scott Rowland. He's sitting over there, Scott Rowland. Scott, come on, Scott. Yeah. Nice to see you, mate. Happy birthday, Michaela. Anybody else? Who? Mark. Mark's 21st. Where's Mark? Come on, Mark. You can try, but you can't hide. Not here. Any other birthdays, wedding anniversaries? Rightio. Well, guess what? We get to bless these guys now. We get to declare God's blessing over them for the next year. So why don't you jump up on your feet? And we're going to declare God's blessing over them. Ready? Go with me. Father, thank you for your family. We declare blessing, health, favour, prosperity, purpose and protection over them this year. Activate your love and goodness through each one in Jesus' name. Amen. Happy birthday, guys. Have a great year. Just a couple of things you need to know about. Next weekend... I thought it was further away, but I've been informed it's next weekend. Uh, We're doing baptisms, water baptisms, baptising people. If you're a disciple of Jesus, if you're a Christian and you've not been water baptised, 
you need to be baptized. If you read the scriptures, it doesn't say it's a good idea or a suggestion or anything else. It says be baptized. Um, so you need to be. So make the most of the opportunity next weekend. Do you know in many countries of the world, you're not even considered to be a follower of Jesus until such time as you are baptized, because that's when the rubber hits the road. So um, if you've not been baptized and you'd like to be, you could um, let someone know at the hub afterwards or let a leader know during the week, tonight, and we'll arrange that for next week. That would be fantastic. Also, you'll see that um, there's some brochures out in the, the foyer. Next year, tentatively planned, is a trip to the Bible lands. And if you'd like to come on that, you're most welcome. We have a limit of, I think it's 46 people that we can take. Yes, there it is. Look at that. Now, the cost is quite expensive. It's $5,000, but for what you're going to get, it's super cheap. That includes your airfares, your accommodation, your food, everything. you just got to get on the aeroplane and go. And um, you will get to see, what have we got on there? We'll get to see Egypt, Jordan, Israel, possibly Palestine. Someone asked me, you'll see bits of it. Why does it say possibly Palestine? I've been told that if you linger in the other parts, you won't see Palestine. But if you look quickly, you'll see Palestine too. So that's pretty cool. So um, if, if you want to do that, just send an email to maria.t at activatechurches.com and register your interest and that would be really good. Like I say, we've got to fill 46 seats to make it happen. So that's good. The next thing is uh, School of Leadership. How many of you did the first School of Leadership that we did? It was great, eh? It was, it, yeah, it was fantastic. So we've got the next one starting on July the 11th, which is a Tuesday night, 6 to 7.20, 6 p.m. to 7.20. And um, uh, just, we'd like you to register so we know how many are coming. But it's free. What we want is we want you there because we want to develop and see the leadership in you developed. And um, this next one is about personality types, how you've been put together, the way God's created you. And why we're looking in that is because if you approach that subject right, it it'll just take the lid off who you, what you believe about yourself and how you understand that God can use you. So it's going to be a fantastic time. So there's, um, you can get all registered for that too. Also, please don't forget to get your Faith Promise cards in. They need to come. Darren, why don't you come? Give Darren a hand as he comes. He's about to do some stuff with the Vision College graduate band. Good evening, church. It's the first time I've been in front of the church. It's kind of daunting. How are you guys doing? Good. Thank you to the five people that answered. Um, I'm going to talk real quick about Vision College grad tour that's coming up. Um, this is coming up. We're starting this week. We're hitting up eight different destinations over two weeks this time. We're going all over the North Island, basically. And we are finishing here at Activate Church on the 7th of July. Everybody say 7th of July. Basically, the whole night is going to be run uh, with a bunch of cover songs. We're going to do some praise and worship. We're going to have a short message in there or a testimony. And we're going to highlight the options that you could study through Vision College, uh, either this year or next year. If you guys know anybody that may be interested in studying, get them to come along to the night. It's going to be a great party atmosphere. Um, even if you guys just want to come and party and come hang, there's heaps and heaps of cool people in the band from Vision College. You guys know Luke Rogers? Yeah, yeah, he's not in it. But um, there's heaps of other cool people in the band. But come along, check us out, 7th of July. It's going to be a great night. We'll see you guys there. Cheers, mate. Well done. Fantastic. Very good. Great. Why don't you jump up on your feet? We're going to continue in our worship. Yes. Father, we open our hearts to you tonight. 
and we don't want to perform, we don't want to put on a face, we don't want to make something that isn't. But our desire is to worship you. And our desire is to let our guard down and simply come into your presence tonight and honour the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and allow you to touch our lives, allow you to do what you want to do. So we open our hearts before you tonight. Maybe, how about you lift your hands to Jesus tonight? There's something in a physical posture as we just open ourselves physically. We open ourselves to you tonight, Jesus. We declare that we love you and we're hungry for you in our lives. We thank you for this opportunity.
what I'm feeling in my spirit that God wants to do tonight. He wants to do a number of things. But one of them, if you're willing, is I believe that He wants to shift from religious to relationship. I believe that's His agenda tonight. That if you're willing to go on a journey and if we're open before Him, He wants to shift us from form is a word. It looks like something. It looks a certain way. He wants to take us from there to a place of relationship. He wants our Christian experience to shift from something that we do to someone who we are and someone in relationship with Him. And that's an invitation that He's giving us tonight for each one of us and I want you to personalise it it's not for the person next to you it's for you it's for me will I allow God to shift me from the religious to the relationship it's a willingness of heart Father, I want to move away from doing what looks right to knowing that I am right in you. From wondering to knowing. Invitation for each of us. As you ponder that, it's awesome to have Daz with us tonight. And uh, I've had the privilege of knowing Daz for a long time now. And um, we first met the second week that he came to our church in Christchurch. Because the first week he rocked up outside, but he was too scared to come in. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but the second week he came in. I did. And so we've known each other for a long time. And, you know, over recent years we haven't seen so much of each other, but we're at a different end of the country. And, and uh, God's doing some really great stuff through Dad's. And I'm not going to say too much more, except why don't you come and uh, give him a big hand as he comes, eh? Awesome. So good to be here. I've got a prop. I'm going to use a prop tonight. That's pretty cool. Okay, <clears throat> does that sound okay? You know, if there's one thing that I want you guys tonight to take home, is this. And I thought if I tell you right at the start, I think you'll get it. What I want you to take home tonight is Jesus loves you so much. He really, really loves you. He's got such a massive plan for your life. And I just want to say that one encounter with God's love will change your life forever. It's amazing, because that's what happened to me. 
So first of all, Jan and Sheridan, thank you so much for having me over this weekend. It's, I actually feel like this is home. You know, even though it's on the, another island, I feel so comfortable here. I feel safe here, and it's awesome. So I just want to say thank you so much. We're taking Jay to America with us next year with nine other evangelists. If you had a, a 16-year-old boy, would you let him travel to America with me? That's going to be okay. Some very sensible men coming with us. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. Hey, uh, it was fantastic out on the streets today. We had in, in, in the malls. and the, the whole, This whole trip has been awesome, man. Sharing with so many people, it's been fantastic. But we've got a really cool testimony of what happened in the mall today. And this really rocked me, man. So here we go. Check this out. Come on. Come on up. Awesome, guys. Go for it. Do you want a mic? Hey guys, so um, <laughs> we went to the base today and um, as usual, Daz does his little shebang thing and he gets up on a chair and he's just um, talking about handing out drinks to everyone about how, and then this lady in the crowd's like, oh, here we go again. And so then he mentions, oh, and he starts talking about addiction and so immediately she just gets up and she starts walking towards him. And so we're handing out drinks, us three, and um, we see Daz sitting down with this lady. And so we go over, and she's just sharing her story without going into much detail. She's just gone through something tragic in her life. And um, it was what I'd learned a lot is just sit there and listen, because people like that just need someone to listen and love on them. And so it's not being, oh, God, God, God. It's listen and then drop a small seed. And um, yeah, we just listened and loved on her and just told her how much Jesus loves her. And um, it's just, we're all crying and everyone's looking at us like, we're weirdos. But it didn't matter because at the end of the day, she walked away knowing Jesus loves her and that she's got this church to come to yeah, as well. And she's not alone. And that's something that she'd been struggling with. So well, that was pretty good. Um. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, um. It was really good just like talking to her and seeing all the things that she'd been struggling with and she thought she was so alone and then she found Daz and his like words just really spoke to her heart and the things that she'd been struggling with and we could just like show her how much we cared and how there's communities of people that are willing to help her and how the void that she's feeling like feeling within herself and she was turning to um, alcohol and eating and all of these other things just to fill the void and we were just preaching to her that like there's Jesus and he can fill your void and just yeah. just come and like experience his love and we prayed with her and with her partner who was like so amazing because he's like completely for her and loves her so much and like is really yeah really willing to help her and it was just a beautiful experience. Yeah. With her, yeah. Um, the one thing that I really took from that was talking to her partner. He has so much hope for her. And, like, you wouldn't find a lot of people that would be with someone like her in her situation and still have so much hope for her. They would have given up on her a long time ago and packed their bags and left. But he stayed with her and he still is with her because of the hope that he has for her. And I feel like we could all learn from that because when we have someone in such a tough situation, we kind of were there, but then a lot of times we want to leave because it's getting so hard, but he's so persistent with her and he still has so much hope for her. That's awesome. 
Yeah, come on. That's awesome. Man, it was so powerful partnering with, partnering with those three. It was awesome, man. And what was really cool is uh, when I stood up on the, on, the ta- on the chair in the food court and I started talking, I had a couple of cans of drink in my hand and I had an announcement to make. I'm standing there with two drinks. I've got an announcement. We had a hundred of these things to give away. She went, oh, for goodness sake, what's this lunatic doing? But as soon as I used those words, addiction, she just stopped what she was doing and started walking and just needed to talk to me. And I said to her, I said, isn't it interesting? Because she hadn't been out of the house for two weeks. I said, isn't it interesting that you go to the mall two weeks after you've been housebound and someone stands up on a chair in a food court? That's not normal. Hello, I get that. That's not normal. I've never seen that, actually. I thought Maddie Russell did it. It's not normal. But I said, but I came to Hamilton today and I felt to do that and that was for you. That was for you. And she just got so rocked by God and she's going to contact with Activate. And man, when she comes in, just love her with radical love. Okay? Awesome. Rightio, get this. I'm going to go up here for this one. Can we lift that up just a wee bit just in case I jump? I've got a really cool story. Right. So I was in Dunedin, and we were surfing, and it was very cold, very, very cold, like cold like when you walked on the sand and went, that's the sound effect for um, frost. Yeah. So it was very cold, and we were out surfing, and we were having a great time. There was four of us, and uh, four of us in the group, and there was probably another five or six surfers down the beach a wee bit place called Aramoana, and we're surfing, we're having a great time, and one of my buddies, I was sitting next to him, and he is cut, like full-on cut, like he's got those veins that go up there, you know, from the biceps, but like mine, and uh, abs, he had full-blown abs, like you could, similar actually, similar, like he was fit, he was a professional rugby league player, tough, fit, Cool, like full-on air. He's even got abs in his legs. He's just full-on, man, a machine. So I'm sitting next to him in the surf, and uh, we're just having a yarn. And then this leopard seal jumps out of the water and goes, ah, Adam, totally freaked him out. And he went, ah, like a little girl. This leopard seal ducked under the water, and I was embarrassed for him. I was glad he went under the water because it was such a girly thing to do. I was shocked that such a cool, tough dude would make such a girly noise. So that was all right. We came in because we were in a bit of a rush to get in because this thing was very aggressive. And uh, we get to the shore, and I was still shocked with the noise that he made. I mean, hello. So we're on the shore, and I look out, and I see this young lady. And she's still out at sea on her surfboard. And this leopard seal is just doing circles around her. And I thought, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. What are we going to do? And I I even had Peter Dobbs with me. He was a captain in the army. He's the army guy. We've got the muscly guy that went, ah. And uh, and I thought, what are we going to do? And I thought, well, I'm going to do something. So I start running, man. I start fully running down the beach. Like this. Because I'm going to rescue this lady, you see. And I turn, I didn't really turn, but I did then. And I keep running like this. I get to the water. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to start diving in like David Hasselhoff. And I start doing that. 
bit like this. And I'm diving through the waves. It was amazing. I get to the girl that's on her board and she's freaking out. I said, look at me, look at me. We're going to get this sorted. She had tears rolling down her cheeks. I got her on her board and I pushed her in. I felt pretty cool about that. That's how we roll. That's gentle. Then the leopard seal jumped out of the water and went, ah, at me. And I went, ah. And then I start running on water and I get in. And that day, I realized the power of an encounter. I had an encounter that day that totally shook me up. Also, 21 years ago, in a place called Wollongong, I went into this church. I didn't even want to go in. I had shots of malaria in my arm. I was so lost, man. I just went in there to see if I could meet some girls. Maybe they had food Christians eat. I'm sitting in this church, and I, I just... Just sitting in my seat and I'm just, just watching these Christians when they're singing songs and doing this stuff. And I'm going, man, this is so not my gig. I'm not interested in this at all. I started hearing the preacher and he starts preaching and I was just zoned out. But then he said one phrase that has totally changed my life forever. He said, Jesus was a good shepherd and he left 99 sheep to go and find the one. And I thought to myself, I wonder if he'd ever come and find me. And in that moment, I just started weeping in this church. I felt this warmth going up my arms, up both arms, and in here. And that night, I met Jesus. And it's changed my life forever. I had an encounter with a living God. And tonight, you can have an encounter with a living God. Because like what I said right at the start, He loves you so much. I was in a dairy and I was getting some lunch. I was getting an apple, a pear, and an orange, and a water. That's a lie. <laughs> Who would? No. I was getting a pie, some chippies, and a Coke. <laughs> and a V for afternoon tea. So I'm in this dairy, and I'm lined up, and I, uh, and I, I put my food on the counter, and uh, the, the guy puts it on the till. <clears throat> And uh, I swipe my card across his FPOS machine. Just go, whoop. And then I put my number in. As soon as I put my number in, it said accepted. And I'm in a, I'm in a 24-hour dairy in Christchurch. And I saw that word accepted. And God just spoke to me in that moment. And he said, I've accepted you. I love you so much. And I was getting rocked. I said to the guy behind the counter, here's a lovely Indian man. I said, God's accepted me. He goes, oh, yes, yeah, very good, very good. <laughs> and I said, no, really, really, I'm accepted. And he goes, oh, yes, accepted, accepted. <laughs> he was thinking I was stoked that I had money in my account. He didn't quite realize I was having an encounter with God. So I'm having this encounter in the shop, and I'm just, God's telling me he's accepted me. This is flipping amazing, man. So I turn to the lady beside me, and I go, God has accepted me. He loves you so much. And she goes, oh, that's nice, dear. And then I go to the guy behind her. Jesus loves you so much, mate. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. And, then, and that's okay. It's okay to be rejected because they're not rejecting me. They're not rejecting me. They're rejecting the gospel. But you see those seeds go in. It's amazing, man. And then uh, some other people go into the shop. So we start having an outreach in the shop. It's amazing. And I'm telling everyone in the shop that God has accepted me, that he died on a cross for me. I want to tell you, an encounter will change your life forever.
And you see, when you have an encounter with Jesus, he fills you up so you can go and spill out wherever you go, that you can be a city on a hill, that you can be a light in a dark place. This morning, Maddie and I went to another dairy. I go to dairies a lot. I hope one day I'll say, this morning, Maddie and I went to a fruit shop. We went to a dairy. It's actually the dairy just across the road from you guys. And uh, so, man, we need to all go to this dairy. Check this out. So as we pull up, I said to Maddie, let's pray for it. We want a prophetic word for the guy behind the counter. That's what we want. He goes, yeah, man, let's do it. So we pray. We walk in. As soon as we walk in, I said to him, hey, bro, how are you? And he goes, good. I said, how's your sick nephew? He goes, pardon? I said, your nephew sick? He goes, yeah. How do you know that? I said, Jesus told me he loves me. He loves you too. And he was rocked, man. This man was rocked from a word of knowledge in the dairy. It was awesome. And then we started sharing with him, and he he pointed up at a, a picture of one of his gods who died a year ago. And he said, this is one of my gurus. This is the man. And I said, I want you to know today that that man did not die on a cross for you. That man did not get his body slaughtered, naked, hanging on a cross for six hours for you. I want you to know that Jesus Christ loves you so much. And he was rocked because that prophetic word opened his heart. And like I said in the, the, the school over the weekend, if God ever gives you a prophetic word for anyone, don't water it down. Don't filter it. You know, it, like I said in, in the other room, I said, even if you see a green lawnmower, God shows you a green lawnmower, just say what you see because you'll see people's hearts just open up. The supernatural is just the most amazing thing to walk in when we're sharing the gospel. Prophetic words just bang, 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 bang. People's hearts just open up. I want to introduce you to a good friend of mine, Matty Russell. He was a drunken lunatic in the gutter as well. He was an alcoholic. He was a drug addict. What happened, man? Hey, you're doing? You doing good? Awesome. It is wonderful to be with you. And uh, I just want to thank Sheridan, Pastor Sheridan, for this opportunity just to share with you. I'm a hip-hop artist from Australia. How many of you like hip-hop? Yeah, some of you don't, that's so cool. You're going to get offended, but that's all right. So I'm going to do a bit of a rap for you in a little bit. But uh, I used to be a drug addict, but I'm a Christian now. See, that's a powerful statement right there. Why? Because Jesus said, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And my life is a radical testimony of the fact that Jesus Christ died on the cross and on the third day was raised from the dead. And the miracle working power of God that was evident in Him back then is evident in this place today. And my life is shouting that from the rooftops. I used to be a drug addict, but I'm a Christian now. And the gospel has radically set me free. Isn't that just exciting stuff? Jesus is alive from the dead. God is real. He's more than just a three-letter word written in an ancient book that's no longer relevant. He's here in this place. We're talking about encounter, and we believe that you're going to encounter him in a powerful way, just as we have in this place tonight, if you would just open yourself up to it. If we could have, there it is right there, the school of evangelism. I want to talk to you about some encounters that I had, that Daz and I had at the school of evangelism. This is the same school that we're taking J2 next year, and uh, so excited things, but it's the Reinhard Bonnke School of Evangelism. Put your hand up if you've heard of Reinhard Bonnke. Awesome. So uh, we're among familiar people who know who he is. And so it's an invitation only. 
So they handpick evangelists and only about from 50 to 100 from all over the world, invitation only. And uh, so Daz and I, we got invited to go, which is just a phenomenal, awesome honor, totally humbling experience. From the day I got there, the Lord encountered me in a powerful way, which I was not expecting. I was expecting to go and learn how to evangelize, learn how to construct a sermon, organize a crusade. And they did some of those things in the breakout sessions. We had incredible teachers, Todd White, Nathan Morris, Daniel Kalender, who is Reinhard Bonnke's understudy, who's now taken over Christ for All Nations. And, uh, and, and we're expecting to gleam incredible things from these men of God and women of God who are leading the way in the world in terms of evangelism. But God had other plans. They had, had, they had multiple schools of evangelism, but an unprecedented thing began to take place. As we went in there and they began to open up and teach the studies, all of a sudden the power and presence of God came upon the preachers to the extent that they couldn't even minister. They just stood back, put their Bible down, and the Spirit of God swept right throughout the place. And a hundred evangelists from all over the world ended up crying and weeping and wailing on their face before God. The power of God came in such an incredible way that Daniel Kalender stood back and he said, I don't know if you guys understand the importance of what you're experiencing right here, but this is unprecedented. We've never experienced anything like this in the school of evangelism. And on a personal level, what was happening for me, even before we began to go into those meetings, was that the Lord was coming on me in a powerful way. And you know, you're gonna understand, I'm not that kind of guy that's shaking and baking and all that carry on stuff, right? Uh, that's not me, I'm not that type of person. But the Lord was coming on me. I could feel the power of God going through my body in the line, waiting to go into the meeting, like zoom, zoom, waves going through me. I was freaking out. I just started to cry. You know, we were getting introduced to some pretty phenomenal people. And uh, as they were coming up and trying to introduce them to me, I couldn't even talk. Like, I, I just, like, I had to apologize. I'm crying. I'm just saying, listen, I'm sorry, but I'm getting messed up. I just want to go away and be with Jesus. You know, I just wanted to duck away and hide in the toilet and just spend some time with the Lord, you know. And it happened for three days, nonstop, about 15 times a day. And I'd nearly fall off my feet. The power of God, zoom, zoom, through my body. I didn't really know what was happening, but the Lord spoke to me, spoke to my heart. And he said, Matthew, I'm filling you up so that I can pull you out. I'm filling you up. I'm encountering you so that you can be that encounter to other people. I'm filling you up that I might pull you out on a generation. Get this, at 4 a.m. on the fourth morning, God woke me up. And again, I'm not that kind of person. I hear testimonies, God waking people up, you know. And I wanted to be one of those people one day. But I wasn't expecting this. Four o'clock, bing, eyes open. The first thing the Lord says to me is, Matthew, get this. Because I believe this is a word for people. Matthew. I want to move powerfully throughout New Zealand. Will you let me? I'm in Orlando, Florida on the other side of the world and God's talking to me about this great nation of New Zealand. He says, I want to move powerfully throughout New Zealand. Will you let me? And I'm thinking, what can I do to stop you? But the thing is, we can by limiting him, by not being willing to be obedient to what he's called us to do. See, if my attitude is, yes, Lord, do whatever you want, have your way with me, he'll use you in powerful ways, in ways that you could, beyond your wildest imagination, all we need to do is say yes. Amen. See, the radical thing that took place to, in, in all of that, the practical thing that I could take back was that God totally destroyed the fear of man in my life. 
I'd preach the gospel in different nations over the world. I'm a hip-hop artist. I've rapped with Todd White while he was beatboxing. And uh, have you heard of Todd White? And so, you know, I could stand in front of big crowds, but when it came to the one person at the checkout counter, I was terrified. I used to lead street evangelism on a Thursday night for a whole year at a church on the Gold Coast. And I used to get freaked out about having to go out and lead all these people in evangelism. I begin to make up excuses like, uh, I'm feeling sick tonight, guys. We might call it quits, eh? Leave it till next week. I was leading the evangelism team, but I was freaking out when it came to one-on-one evangelism. But God totally destroyed that through these encounters totally destroyed it it's one thing to be ready in season it's a totally different thing to be ready out of season and now everywhere I go right there when I'm taking an order at Burger King preaching the gospel on the intercom guy getting totally messed up thinking uh would you like fries with that he don't even know what I'm you know and I just get to the door and minister Jesus to him in season out of season I tell you about out of season yesterday we're in the car with Daz we drive past the mosque He says, pull over, we're going in. Okay. Before the school of evangelism, I'd have said, no way, let me out of that car. There's no way I'm going in there, man. I am not doing that. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's just roll with this. Let's see how it goes. I'm I'm fully thinking we could get murdered. I'm I'm fully thinking we're going to get bashed. They're going to pull us inside and do things, you know. But I'm like, well, let's do it. If I'm dying for Jesus today, I'm dying for Jesus today because the gospel needs to be heard. Amen. And we're just in there sharing the love of God with these people. They invited us back today, and we were able to sit there and share the gospel with their spiritual leaders. A powerful, powerful experience. And so the fear of God, totally broken. I believe God wants to do that in some people tonight. I used to be a drug addict, but I'm a Christian now. And prior to coming to the Lord, I used to rap. I know, totally demonic. God has allowed me to use that gift, which I used to use to glorify the world, to glorify Him and preach the gospel. And uh, if if you're okay with that, I'm going to do a bit of a rap right now. You cool with that? Awesome. Why don't we take that beat away? You turn that up a little bit. Will you put your hands together? I'm not gonna close my eyes no more Not gonna pretend that I can't see, Lord Gonna open up my eyes to see all that you wanna show me Might take a look at society and tell me what do you see I see a broken down world staring back at me I see another drug soul, there's another disease See a poor man begging for something to eat I see a teenage girl whose brain's starting to bleed She's been sniffing too much paint the last couple of weeks I see another alcoholic Desperately in it, keep trying to take his own life He's tired of life on the streets Too many lives are at stake The climate suicide rate How many abortions will it take before we rise up and say Enough is enough, this must stop, it just can't go on We gotta fight the good fight till the battle is won I'm gonna stand for what's right, I'm gonna fight the good fight I'll go to war on this mic to have my views amplified I'm gonna be bold, speak the truth in spite of the lies I'm gonna rise to the call and preach Christ crucified Open up my eyes, Lord Remove the veil so I can see so I can set the captives free I don't want to move any slower I can't waste any time I'm going to reach your people And I'm going to show them 
come what you like Jesus came to redeem, Jesus came to set free He came to heal the broken heart, He came proclaiming liberty He offers freedom from sin, freedom from pain, it's within So why we need to rise and show the world the life that He gives My only mission in Christ, tell the world about Christ They might understand and realise the reason He died And there's tears in my eye, a fire burning inside I'm gonna rise to the call and preach Christ crucified Too many lives are at stake, the climate suicide rate How many abortions will it take before we rise up and say Enough is enough, this must stop, it just can't go on We gotta fight that good fight till the battle is won Father in the name of Jesus Christ I pray right now for everyone in this room That you would open up our eyes That we might come to see the world the way you see it That we would rise up and make a difference in this age In Jesus name Open up my eyes Lord Remove the veil so I can see Or up the fire within my heart So I can set the captives free I don't want to move any slower I can't waste any time I'm going to reach your people And I'm going to show them what you're like Yeah, yeah, yeah Won't you open up my eyes, ooh God bless you guys. Thanks so much. He's a rapper, and I'm a break dancer. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Still got a sore knee. Hey, what was really cool, you know, Christ in us, the hope of glory. So Christ lives in us. This is pretty exciting stuff. So we're not alone. Number one, we're not alone. I want you to know tonight that you're not alone. Jesus loves you so much and you're not alone. You see, what what does that look like for Christ to work in you outside this church building? Cool, I'm so glad you asked. We had a six-hour layover in LA and we went to the mall and we were cheering some some people and um, did a bit of street, uh, a bit of open-air preaching in the food court. It It was awesome. And we're walking out, we're actually looking for a cab. And we walked past this guy and said, G'day, bro, how are you? He goes, yeah, yeah, good. I said, man, I just want to tell you about Jesus. I'm not interested. I thought, wow, that was weird. He put his hand up. It's kind of like responding to an altar call. And I thought, I said, do you know what you just did? And he goes, no, what? I said, when I said about Jesus, you put your hand up. He goes, did I really? And I believe that his head was going, I'm not interested in this. And his heart was going, oh, my goodness, I want this. So we started sharing the gospel with him, and that young man gave his heart to the Lord outside that shopping mall. It was a powerful encounter. Because Christ lives in us. It's amazing, man. We jumped in a cab one night. It was probably 8 o'clock, 8.30 at night. We'd left the school, and God had just been filling us all day. It was Like Maddie said, it was powerful, man. Jay, you are going to come back different. Legit. And I can say that because I'm different. He's different. Scott Thompson's different. Todd White's different. Ben Fitzgerald's different. Everyone that I know that has done that course, they come home different. Get ready, Activate Church. This young man is coming home different. Yeah. Yeah, man. So we jump in this cab, and, uh, and the, the guy had some, uh, some clothes and whatnot in the front, so me and Maddie were sitting in the back. And a lot of cabbies were getting impacted, man. Like every cab, they was, 
we were saying, hey man, this cab ride's going to change your life forever. Oh yeah, whatever, mate. By the time we got to our destination, they'd be bawling and getting saved. It was incredible. It's just amazing. And then we were stepping into this new realm of faith where we just jump in and know God was going to turn up. It was incredible, man. So we jump in this night and we're driving along and this guy's just dropping so many swear words. It was ridiculous. Before I was a Christian, I used to swear a bit, but this was ridiculous. Just boom, 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 boom. And I look at man and he looks at me and we smile at each other because I just knew God was going to rock this guy's world. And uh, so I'm sitting in the back and I just see Jesus. And he showed me a picture of some jumper leads, you know, that we use for flat batteries, coming down over this, over this man's shoulders and kick-starting him back, kick-starting him back into Christ. It was so cool. And I shared it with him. I said, hey, bro, this is what I see. This is a hard man. And he just starts weeping, just starts weeping and weeping and weeping. And it messed me and Maddie up, and we're in this car, and we're all crying. We pull into this car park. He gets out of the car. He kneels down. He kneels down with me, and I lead him back to Christ, and he just opens his heart. It was the most beautiful encounter. It was just so sweet. I want you to check it out right now. You know I need this. All this fighting, all this running, all this doing things that I'm not supposed to do. It's all one. Parkos, mate. He picked us up in his cab and, uh, you know, God just just started touching him in the car. I, I had a word for him that uh, he, he was like a battery, a car battery, and it, the battery had gone a bit flat and he needed to get jump started. And I saw these jumper leads coming down on his shoulders and giving him a kickstart. And, uh, and we're just going to rededicate his life to Jesus tonight. Yeah. And this is, this is a beautiful night for you, my brother. We're going to kneel down, okay? Let's not worry about what anyone thinks. I don't care, man. I don't care about God, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Jesus. Come on, man. Dear Jesus. Oh, thank you. Oh, Jesus. Father, I thank you for his heart. I thank you for this divine appointment. I thank you for new beginnings. Lord God, I thank you for new beginnings, thank Jesus. You, thank you. I thank you for new beginnings, Jesus. Okay, I'm going to lead you through a prayer, okay? I want you to say yes. this after me. Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. I love you. I love you, Lord. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me, Lord. For everything I've done. For everything I've done. And come back into my life. Come back into my life, Lord. Be my saviour. Be my saviour. Be my best friend. Be my best friend. So I am yours. So I'm yours. And you are mine. And you are mine. I pray this. I pray this. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You know, you need a jump start. I said, I don't even got cable in my car. He says, no, it's not for your car. It's for you. They said, they said something in my shoulders. And I said, you're right. I need that jump start. So start right now. And they prayed. I fell on my knees. We got out of the car. I left my car alone, you know, and there was no worrying about who's going to take my car. I just went up to, to the grass and fell on my knees with, with Aaron. I'm glad I made them, man. And I just hope that they can, we can ride each other. I called. <laughs> Sure, we will. I love you, man. I love you. It's beautiful, eh? Come on, Jesus. You see, that right there is normal Christianity. 
And that man contacts me every week. And he's on fire for Jesus. It's so beautiful, man. And uh, Jay, you're going to meet him. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're looking at getting him to do the school with us because he's such a preacher, man. We were preaching in these malls and three days after that. And he's, he's just sharing with everyone. Everyone he saw, he just shared. He had such a deep encounter with God that night that it will change his life forever. <clears throat> and I believe there's people in here tonight that you're going to have a deep encounter with God tonight because he loves you so much. You know, and you may be thinking, well, man, Dad, I've done this and I've done that. I want to tell you about a friend of mine. She was a Satanist. She hated God. She hated Jesus. She used to mock Jesus. I used to tell her about Jesus. She would tell me about Satan. I'd give her Bible verses. She would give me demonic stuff. <laughs> and uh, there was like this banter going on for years. And I just keep praying for her. I just keep loving her. I could just see the gold in her. And uh, one day I got a phone call because she was very sick. I went round to her house. And uh, I went into her bedroom. She had a massive cancer tumor on her face. And uh, she was dying, man. 37 years old. Tattoo was beautiful. Two little kids. And she said, Daz, I don't, want, I don't want to hear about your God. I'm not interested. I want you to blankety-blank-blank get out of my room. I want to paint a bit of a picture of the room. There was demonic statues hanging over the bed. There was a satanic Bible beside the bed. There was a big pentagram above the bed. There was marijuana leaf pictures all over the wall. That was dark, man. And I didn't go in there as an evangelist. I went in there as a friend. Because my friend was dying. And I want you to know that 6,316 people die every hour on planet Earth. And a lot of them don't know Jesus. That's why we are the light to the world. And she started getting angry with me, and I didn't know what to do. It was horrible. It was one of those cringe encounters. And I was crying, and she was getting really angry with me. And her, her boyfriend, who became her husband a week later, um, they were both wanting me out of the room. And uh, God gave me a, a picture, a word. And because she was so angry, I saw this picture. And I thought, oh, there's no way. I can't say that. I saw a six-year-old girl. And she was looking up at this big face of Jesus. It was powerful, man. And I said to her, I said, hey, Emma, I see this picture. She said, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about your God. And I said, you're a six-year-old girl. And you're looking up at this face of Jesus. And that face is the face you need to see when you die. And she just started crying. And I didn't know what to do, man. I was just thinking, far out, far out. So I grabbed her hands and I just started praying for her. And I led her to Jesus. It was so amazing. Because for five years, I've been sharing with her. And I thought she was so lost. But I didn't realize that no one is actually that lost that they can't be found. No one is actually that broken that they can't be fixed. No one is actually that hurt that they can't be healed. I want you to know tonight that Jesus Christ died for you because he loves you. And tonight you're going to have an opportunity just like Emma did. A week later, I went to her, her wedding. She married my friend and it was awesome being a part of it. It was a very, like gang members, it was heavy, man. 
and she got married, and I went up, and I gave her this massive hug. And I said, Jesus loves you so much, Emma. She said, yeah, I know. Thank you so much, Des. And then she started getting really, really sick. And we had the Jesus culture guys over, and I took Scott Thompson and Lacey Thompson there, and we just ministered to her. I took my pastors there, and we ministered to her. We just loved her, man. I can remember one day, I was just, just hugging her, and this, this cancer, I'm going to be really real, is that okay? This cancer was all open and disgusting, and I'm hugging her, and I'm just crying with her, and just praying that God would heal her, and she was wiping my tears off my face. It was just so beautiful, man. It was so beautiful. Then a hundred days after she gave her life to Jesus, she died, and now she's in heaven with him right now. She has met the Jesus that I told her all about. I want you to know tonight that God loves you so much. Can everyone stand up, please? You know what? We're not playing games, man. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Father, we just ask you to open every heart right now. Every heart right now. If you've never given your life to Jesus, tonight is your night. What I want you to do is do something very brave for me and walk up the front here. If you have never given your life to Jesus, tonight is your night. It's time to get out of your seat. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Your eternity is too important to me to let this moment go. Awesome, bro. Awesome, man. Come here. Come here, man. That's awesome. This night is going to change your life forever, bro. so much. Who else? Who else tonight needs to give their life to Jesus? You see, because He doesn't want your heart, He wants your whole life. He wants all of you and He'll grab it and He'll mold it and He'll love it and He'll turn it into something beautiful, man. I was so messed up. I was so lost. I was so broken. I hated myself. I tried to kill myself. And He got a hold of me and He said, Darren, you're my son and I love you so much. Is that you tonight? You need to come right now. If you're away from God, maybe you've made a decision in the past and you're, you're lukewarm. You're not hot. You need to come up here right now and we're going to pray for you. We're going to lay our hands on you and we're going to pray for you. If your heart's beating right now, that's a good indication that you need to get up here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I know there's more people that need to get right with God. Come on. Come on, man. Let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. Awesome, bro. This is for you. I'm doing this for you. You know what? If your Christian life is dry, you're struggling. You need a fresh encounter tonight from the King of all glory. I need you to get out of your seat right now. I want you to know that he hung on a cross for six hours, beaten for you. And I just want you to get out of your seat tonight for him. Come on, you bro. Come on. Come on. Who else? Who else? Who else? Awesome. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. This is what I did 21 years ago. I responded to an altar and my life changed forever. Who else? Come on. Who else needs to get up here? Come on. Young people, I know that your hearts are beating. Who needs to get up here right now and get right with God? Come on. Come on, I can just see God lassoing your heart. He's trying to bring you up here now. Come on, who needs to get up here? Come on. Let's encourage them, church. Awesome. Come down here, bro. You guys can start singing to something real gentle, okay? Sorry, guys, but your eternity is just too precious. Who else? Who else needs to get up here tonight? Awesome, bro. Awesome. Hey, look at me.
you, I need you to come up. I'd love to pray for you and break those chains. Break that stuff that's holding you back. He loves you guys so much. He thinks you're absolutely amazing. Tonight is your night. Go get him. Go get him, Jesus. I'm going to give it 30 seconds. They're going to close this altar. to get right with God tonight now's a perfect opportunity man He loves you so much Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Awesome, come on I'll right, give you 30 seconds more. I tell you what, my whole message and everything. Come on, man. Come on. It's for this. It's for you to respond to Jesus. Come on. There's still more young people over here that need to get out here. Come on. He wants to impact your life tonight. He wants to pour his love in. I believe that God doesn't do love. I believe He is love. He wants to touch you tonight. Come on. so brave. We're going to pray for you, man. It's awesome. It's awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I just want to thank you for every single person that's responded to this altar, Lord. Father, I just pray that I'd have such a deep encounter with your love tonight. Awesome. 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 I love you guys so much, man. So good. You got people behind you that love you so much too. This is such an incredible church, man. You got so much support here. You've got so much support here. 
what we're going to do, I'm going to lead you guys in a prayer. And then Maddie and I, the leaders here, we're going to pray for you all individually for sure. But I just want to lead you all in a prayer, okay? The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you believe in your heart. God raised Christ from the dead, you will be saved. Christianity is all about the heart, man. It's so good. And what we're going to do, I actually believe there's one more person over here that you need to get up here right now. You've been really wrestling. You're really scared. I want you to know that he's safe. Jesus is safe. Awesome, bro. Awesome. Awesome, man. He's safe. The word for you tonight is he's safe. He is safe. Jesus is safe. Okay? He's safe. It doesn't matter what's happened in the past. It doesn't matter what you've done. I want you to know that he's safe and he loves you. Where you're at right now. I just really sense that you walking to him today. He's crying because he loves his son so much. I'm so proud of you, man. I'm so proud of you, man. I'm so proud of you, man. Awesome. Okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to pray as a family because we're all family, right? So we're going to all say this prayer together. You know what? It's not about the words that I'm going to lead you through a prayer. It's not about those words. It's about your heart. It's about you responding with a heart that's open for Jesus, man. Let's do this thing. Dear Jesus, I thank you for today. I believe that you died on a cross for me because you love me. I believe that God rose you up from the dead. I believe that right now, that you can forgive me of all my sins. I ask you into my life to be my Saviour, to be my Lord, to be my best friend. So I am yours and you are mine. I pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Come on, church. Come on. Come on! Come on! I want to tell you what's just happened. There's been a couple of things that have just happened. Number one, your name is now written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's really exciting. Come on! Number two, the angels in heaven are rejoicing because of you and you and you and you and you and you. And you, 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 guys. Come on! Let's worship Jesus, man. How are you? Fantastic. Can somebody just come and help? Please, we want to pray for every person.
as we pray, I'm going to close the meeting and you can do what you need to do from here. But don't rush off. Spend some time. Get to know some people. Enjoy what God's doing. Father, I thank you for today. I thank you that today people have come into relationship with you. I thank you that today you have things planned for each of us to do. And that tomorrow, wherever we are, we can be like Jesus. So Father, I declare your blessing over your church in the name of Jesus. May we be a blessing this week, wherever we are, whatever we're doing, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can I encourage you, if you need to go, you feel free to go, but respect what God's doing tonight in people's lives. So perhaps if you want to talk with friends or whatever, just do it in the foyer so it doesn't make too much noise. But it's not too late to respond. If you know Jesus has been talking to you tonight, if you know that you needed to respond and you haven't, you feel free to come down here. Someone will pray with you. Someone will stand with you.